Judy Bloom has been saving children through her books for decades, making them feel seen and heard. And at Variety's Women of Power event, she spoke about censorship and book banning and her governor, Ron DeCiti. Watching this made me feel so empowered. National Coalition Against Censorship, and let's call it NCAC, is not a flashy organization. I call it the little org that could and did and continues to do every single day. So let me take you back to 1980, when the censors crawled out of the woodwork overnight following the presidential election. They were determined to remove not only the books they didn't want their kids to read, but the books they decided no kid should be able to read. And what a time that was, with parents rushing into children's school, waving a book, saying, I demand that you get rid of this book. And of course, what else? Most of the time, these parents had never read the book. So maybe they had pages turned down. But, you know, because in many places, schools and libraries didn't have their policies in place when the books were removed. The books were removed because they didn't have policies in place, sometimes quietly, sometimes not. So what were these would-be censors so afraid of? Because I do think the desire to censor has a lot to do with fear. Well, for one thing, anything to do with sexuality, that means puberty too, language they considered offensive, and every ism you can think of, and some that you never heard of. Madeleine Langell, for instance, was accused of promoting new ageism. Therefore, her books were removed. I guarantee Madeleine never heard of new ageism when she was writing A Wrinkle in Time. I know because I went out on the road and we spoke together. With me, it was sexuality and specifically puberty, which to some people uh, was a very dirty word. It wasn't something that the censors wanted to talk to with their kids. You know, if they don't read about it, they won't know about it. If they, if they don't know about it, it will never happen to them. Guess what? So when I first came under attack, I felt alone. I felt scared. I mean, this was America, right? I thought we were a country who celebrated our intellectual freedom. So after a while, I was absolutely thrilled to find NCAC. There I am. Or maybe they found me. I can't remember, but either way, it was a life changer. And it turned out that I was not alone. NCAC was there for writers, readers, teachers, librarians, parents, students, everyone who cared about the freedom to read, to know, to question, to choose, to learn. They were the first responders for those who came under fire. And joining with them made me stronger. Speaking out felt good, damn good. Thank you. And you know, because it's probably dessert time, I would like to end this on something sweet. I see the desserts going out now. I would like to end this on a sweet and positive note. But the reality is, we are right back where we were in the 80s, except it's the 80s on steroids. What's going on is unbelievable. It's crazy and scary, and it is hard to joke about. This time, it's not the moral majority or only the religious right. This time, it is coming from our government. Lawmakers drunk with power with a need to control everything. Sure, it's still sexuality, but it's gender. It's LGBTQ+. It's racism. It's history itself that's under fire. You know, I live in Key West, and even though we like to pretend it's not in Florida, <laughs> we have the same governor. 
a governor who wants to control everything, starting with what kids can think, what they can know, what they can question, what they can learn, and now even what they can talk about. We have a legislator who's trying to put through a bill preventing girls in elementary school from talking about periods. Good luck there. <laughs> they don't want teachers answering their questions. Teachers are under fire. Librarians are threatened. And I, I'm, I'm talking about, um, I have it written down here because it was so important to me, I stuck it in. They are um, criminalizing, that's what they're doing. They are criminalizing teachers and librarians. It's not just that they're threatening their jobs, they're threatening them. They could go to jail. And all because they stand up for the rights of the students they teach. All because they refuse to give in to fear. I've known librarians who have saved lives by handing the right book to the right child at the right time. And for that one kid, for that one kid finding themselves in a book can be a lifesaver. Recently, a friend asked me, so have they come to your bookstore yet, Judy? And I was taken aback, but this is our reality. This is why we have to continue to speak out loud and clear. And this is why I'm donating your generous gift to NCAC. Short Cast Club.